Hello guys, welcome back to the podcast. For those who are new, welcome to All in Tech. Today we are going to be talking about the Red Magic Phone 5, I think it was. We will be talking about that phone and I think we'll probably include the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra as that has actually has been released, but I never really looked. Uh, I never really re- got any news as to if it was released or not. It does say that it was released, and I saw, I think, one YouTuber talk about it, but uh, only a brief mention because so far it's not really coming to the U.S. in terms of review units, so not sure what's going on there. But I will make a review. I will talk about that phone once it does come out. Once people start getting their hands on it, I will do my research and figure it out for you guys. Uh, obviously, we'll be talking about just the specs and really nothing of user experience yet because there is none to talk about because there is no one who really has the phone in hand here in the U.S. Uh, but as for the rat- the Red Magic 5, we are going to be talking about that phone. It's a very impressive phone and definitely a lot more of a compelling buy compared to the ROG phones that came out like not even a month ago. So we'll talk more about that and uh, we'll make maybe a brief comparison. Uh, So three sections, their ROG Magic Phone 5 and then the comparison, which is going to be the second one. So comparing that phone to the ROG phones. And then the third section will be the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. I don't know if we'll get to all of that, but hopefully we will. So let's get into it. All right, I just realized I was saying the wrong name. It's the Red Magic 6. So, yeah, I didn't catch that. Okay, so obviously this is the first segment. So let's get started. We're going to talk about the ZTE Nubia Red Magic 6 and 6 Pro. I will go over the specs for the 6 Pro, and or the 6 and then the 6 Pro. Uh, they're mostly the same. There are a little bit of uh, very little incremental differences that I think won't even matter that much. But let's talk about them nonetheless. So actually, let's do the the Red Magic phone or the Red Magic 6 Pro. We'll do that one first since there are literally I'll call out the differences after I list off the specs. So for the build. We have glass front, glass back, and aluminum frame. You do have pressure-sensitive zones, so very similar to that of the ROG phones. And this one has a 400 hertz touch sensing, so it's going to be some very hypersensitive touch-sensitive panels and or zones. You also have a built-in cooling fan like every gaming phone. And for the display, you have an AMOLED 1 billion colors, 165 hertz refresh rate with a typical brightness of 630 nits. It's a 6.8 inch display with a resolution of 1080p by 2400 and has an aspect ratio of 20 by 9. And so very beautiful display as we can see here. 100 Okay, that's pretty crazy. 165 hertz refresh rate. If we look at the Samsung Galaxy S21 Ultra, that thing has a 120 hertz refresh rate. If we look at the OnePlus 9 Pro series or One, uh, OnePlus 9 in general, those are 120 hertz. You look at the iPhone, it's 60 hertz. This thing is 165 hertz. 
And what that means, it's refreshing the screen 165 times a second, which is ridiculously smooth and fast and very responsive. So definitely some very, very beautiful hardware when it comes to the display. Obviously, you're not getting that 1440p that you normally would get with other high-end phones, but you have to keep in mind, this is around $700. So even 1080p is perfectly acceptable at this price tag, I think. For me, I think it's per I think it's fine. I wish it was obviously a little bit higher resolution, but for what it is, I think it's fine. The 1080p panel is obviously a very solid panel, and it's not something that uh, is going to look bad within even a year or two years or even three years. It looks excellent. Every 1080p panel that is an AMOLED display, pay that, pay attention to that one, is a very solid display. I've seen them. They're beautiful. And you can't really notice too much of a difference unless you're really looking on a, like you're, you're nitpicking at that point if you're trying to put like a magnifying glass to make sure if you can see the pixels or not. Yeah, with a magnifying glass, you probably could. Or even if you go really close to the screen, you might see a pixel uh, with a 1080p panel. But that's with every 1080p panel. Uh, but uh, you won't really notice too much of a difference. It's honestly a solid display, especially with 165 hertz. And it's a 10-bit display, meaning you'll get all oh, so many different ranges of colors that you wouldn't normally see before. Obviously, you won't notice that much of a difference, but it is displaying it nonetheless. AMOLED, beautiful display. 630 nits, not the brightest, but it is okay. It's definitely going to be um, decent outdoors, not the best, but decent. For the OS, we have Android 11 Red Magic 4.0 on top. And we have the Qualcomm Snapdragon 888, so the fastest, latest processor from Qualcomm. And you also have the latest flagship GPU, which is the Adreno 660. Now, there is no expendable memory because, again, this is a phone specifically for gamers. This is that all-performance-oriented, gaming-focused phone, just like the ROG Phone 5. Or was it 6? I don't remember. But there's so many phones coming out, I have a hard time memorizing all of them. There is no expendable memory, but luckily you have a lot of storage configurations. You have four different options uh, compared to the three found on the normal base model of the Red Magic phone. So the Red Magic 6 Pro has four storage configurations, 128 with 12 gigs of RAM, 256 of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM, 256 of internal storage with 16 gigabytes of RAM, and 512 in gigabytes of internal storage with 18 gigs of RAM. So that is definitely the all, the almighty of this lineup for sure, of this configuration with the 5, 12, and 18. 18 gigs of RAM is just overkill. At this point, Android can run perfectly normal and very, very, very well on just eight gigs of RAM. So 12, it's gonna run excellent, like absolutely excellent. Uh, for the base model here, for the Red Magic 6, we have three configurations. The base model being 128 with eight gigs of RAM, or you can upgrade to 128 with 12 gigs of RAM. Or you can go to the max, which is 256 gigabytes of internal storage with 12 gigs of RAM. Either way, you'll get solid performance, although the 12 gigs of RAM will probably do better. Definitely the 18 will probably do better, but I think you won't even notice it at that point because it's just too good of a performer. Now, if we move on to the cameras, 
the 6 Pro, or technically, because everything I'm listing is so far the same except the storage configuration. So you have a 64 megapixel primary sensor, and you have an 8 megapixel ultra wide. Then you have a third lens, which is a 2 megapixel macro lens. 2 megapixel macro lens, you guys already know, that thing goes into the trash. There's no need for a 2 megapixel macro lens. If it was like a 5 or maybe a little bit, like it was 5 megapixels and higher, that macro lens would probably be something to talk about. But it's not. It's 2 megapixels. What are you going to do with that? It's just a waste of money. You probably should have been invested somewhere else. But again, uh, it is what it is. Now, we have 8K recording at 30 frames per second on both, 4K 30 and 60 on both, and 1080p 30 and 60 on both. For the selfie camera, we have 8, eight megapixel primary sensor with HDR, and we also have video recording capabilities at 1080p 30 frames per second. So not the best in terms of versatility, as we see compared to the main camera, we don't have that much recording capabilities. And if you hear some sort of lawnmower or some sort of gardening tools going on, it's because I think the gardener is outside making a lot of noise. Uh, so if you can hear it, I'm sorry. If you can't, that's great. Now, I'm going to try to ignore it as much as possible, try to talk a little bit over. So you might want to lower your your volume on your phone if that's something that is going to bother you because I can definitely hear it now. So sorry about that. I'm, I don't want to stop recording, but I think I might just have to. Okay, he's sort of stopping. Anyway, let's move on. So we have the Bluetooth 5.1 on board. We have GPS, obviously. We have NFC, and we do not have an infrared port. We do have a fingerprint fingerprint underneath the display so that's something very nice to have uh although we're yet to see if it works very well I, i've seen it, it it works pretty solid it works most of the time now if we go to the battery size here is where we see another difference so this is the second difference between the red magic phone or the red magic phone the red magic 6 and the red magic 6 pro so the red magic 6 has a 5,500 or 5,050 milliamp hour battery. So that's a pretty massive battery. That's slightly bigger than the S21 Ultra. And for some reason, the Pro model has a slightly smaller battery at 4,500 milliamp hours. Not sure why. Uh, but you get 50 or you get 66 watt fast charging with the normal Red Magic 6. So you get you get a hundred percent in slightly over an hour or half an hour, uh, at least for the China model. But for the international model, there is no specific advertised time. But you do get sixty six watt fast charging either way. So I'm assuming it's around the same. Now, if we look at the nine Pro or the six Pro, sorry, the six Pro, we have a hundred and twenty watt fast charging. That is ridiculous. That is insane. But unfortunately you can only get that with the china model so you can get to 50 percent in five minutes which is absurd it is ridiculously mind-blowing fast but unfortunately you don't get that 120 watt fast charger with the international models you only get that with the chinese model with the international model you get the 66 watt fast charging so uh 
in terms of char- of overall battery, I think the nine, uh, or I mean the six. Sorry, I'm thinking of the one plus nine series. Uh, so the six, the Red Magic Six, in terms of battery, is overall better. You get the same charging as the international model, and you also have a bigger battery. So unless you live in China, there's no, and you care about battery a lot, a lot. I don't recommend getting the the Red Magic. Six Pro, just because the battery size is a little bit smaller, it will hold up. It will hold up because it is new, and it is you know good. But in terms of I think gaming in general, if we we're counting out every other factor, if every factor was the same in like brightness and uh, network, the Red Magic Six would probably win out just because it has a slightly bigger battery. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Now. For colors, do you have Eclipse Black and Moon Silver on the Pro model? And on the base model 6, you have an Eclipse Black and Eclipse Aura. So you have that going on. I like the Eclipse Aura. It looks very nice. Or Yeah. So very nice. Overall, I think these phones are very solid. Uh, but So this was the end of the this first segment. Now the second segment, which will be right after this, we will be comparing this phone compared to the ROG Phone 5 Pro or 5 Ultimate, something like that. We'll talk about that one because we're going to compare the Pro model to the best of the best from ROG as well because these both are very good phones. But I do understand that there is a price difference, so I will acknowledge that in the next segment. All right, if you're not already tired of hearing my voice, that is good. So we're going to compare the Red Magic 6 Pro to the ROG phones that came out this year. Although we'll we'll compare it to the Ultimate cuz technically it is the best of the of the lineup even though it has the identical specs of the ROG Phone 5 Pro. So, I don't know. We're still going to compare them, but we're going to quickly acknowledge the price tags on these. For the ROG Magic uh, 6 Pro, it's around $700. And not sure how that conversion rate is because pricing for the companies tend to change despite whatever the current exchange is. So for the the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate, it says it's around 1,300 euros, which is kind of like $1,600, I think, in the US if you are trying to convert it directly but i don't think that's the same i don't think that's the price that it's actually going to be it's around a thousand three hundred somewhere around there uh but nonetheless there is a pretty big massive difference almost six hundred five hundred dollars in uh in price tag so keep that in mind but also make you know just analyze realize how much you actually get for your money for with the red magic 6 pro so in terms of build, they both have a very solid build quality, especially with glass on front, glass on back, uh, and an aluminum frame. So premium materials all around the phone. You, They both have gaming triggers, so that is something very nice, or pressure-sensitive zones. 100 or 400 hertz touch sensing, so that's insanely fast. So that's something to keep in mind, that it's you know very responsive. Now, for the kind of, I guess you could call it a feature, you have a little bit of a display on the backside of the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate. You have 
what they call ROG vision. And so pretty much you can put like a little banner of, you know, promoting yourself or something or just put some sort of graphic or I don't know, do what you want to do. It's very customizable. And so pretty much that's all it serves for. And that's pretty much it. You have a cooling fan, built-in cooling fan on the Red Magic 6. And I think you have, uh, I think it was an attachment cooling fan on the 5 Ultimate. So either way you go, you're going to get a fan, although I think you have to purchase it separately with the, with the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate. For the display, they are both AMOLED displays. They're both 10-bit displays. But here is where we see a difference. The 5 Ultimate has a 144 hertz refresh rate, which is still better than iPhone and Galaxy phones and OnePlus phones and Huawei phones, pretty much every other phone. So very, very high refresh rate, 144 hertz. That's crazy. But this is where the Red Magic 6 says, hey, I'm better than you. 165 hertz refresh rate. I don't know, the, the, the refresh rates are getting so ridiculously fast that I think you won't really notice too much of a difference. You'll probably notice it, you'll probably notice it. But it's not gonna be something that you're probably gonna be missing out on because 144 hertz is super smooth. 120 hertz is really smooth. Even 90 hertz is very nice to see. Just imagine 144 hertz, 165 hertz, but definitely if we're talking about straight yes or no, who won, in terms of display, I'm going to have to give it to the ROG phone just because you get a slightly better display in terms of HDR10 Plus certification. And you also get 1,200 nits of peak brightness, whereas the brightness on the Red Magic 6 Pro, you have 630 nits. So in, if you're talking about versatility here, indoors, outdoors, gaming, and all of that, I think the better display goes the ever so slightly to the, the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate, just by a little bit. In terms of the size of the display, uh, it's really negligible. On the six, uh, You have a 6.8-inch display on the Red Magic 6 Pro, and with the 5 Ultimate, you have a 6.78-inch display, so slightly smaller you won't really notice it. You have a little bit more screen-to-body ratio, meaning that your whole phone, right, the phone display, how how much of that is actual screen. So the actual screen, which is what you see, what you know displays things, 85.1 screen-to-body ratio versus the 82% found on the 5 Ultimate. So you will get a little bit more screen when it comes to the 6 Pro. They both have the resolution of 1080p, although there's a little bit more pixels on, in terms of resolution on the 5 Ultimate because it has a 1080p by 2448 resolution and the Red Magic 6 gets 1080p by 2400. They both, or at least the Red Magic 6 Pro has a 20 by nine aspect ratio. In terms of PPI density, which is pixels per inch, you have a little bit better density on the 5 Ultimate. That thing has 300 and, or 395 compared to the 387 found on the Red Magic 6 Pro. So in terms of that, 
there is slightly it's going to be slightly more sharp slightly you won't even notice it it is such a incremental difference uh you won't even notice it but it will be slightly better slightly ever so slightly like the th the thinnest edge like a hair like a hair that we have on our heads right so that's really the only difference then for the os rog is using rog ui on top of Android 11, and Red Magic is using Red Magic 4.0 on top of Android 11. They're both running the same Qualcomm Snapdragon 888 and the flagship GPU, which is the Adreno 660. They both don't have expandable memory, and the base model is slightly better than the base model on the 6 Pro. So the 5 Ultimate from ROG has one model only for this specific or one configuration for this which is 512 of internal storage and 18 gigs of ram and comparing that base model to the base model of the of the red magic phone or the red magic 6 pro i'm telling you these names are confusing the 6 pro has the base model of 128 of internal storage with 12 gigs of ram so in terms of ram they're both very solid uh, but you will get more internal storage for photos videos games and all of that with the 5 ultimate now for the cameras there's triple camera set setups on both you get a 64 megapixel primary sensor on both uh, you get an 8 megapixel ultra wide on the 6 pro but on the 5 ultimate you have a 13 megapixel ultra wide and you have a 2 megapixel macro on the 6 pro and on the 5 ultimate you have a 5 megapixel macro lens so slightly better cameras on the rog phone uh, but not by a lot and keep keep hearing that not by a lot you have 8k recording on both at 30 frames per second 4k 30 and 60 1080p 30 and 60 on both that is crazy you get the same recording capabilities almost the same megapixel count for the primary sensors or for the cameras you have an 8 megapixel selfie camera on the red magic but on the rog phone you have 24 megapixel primary sensor on the selfie camera they both can record 1080p at 30 frames per second. They both have stereo speakers. They both have a headphone jack. They both support Wi-Fi 6, although the ROG phone can support Wi-Fi 6E, which is slightly faster. Uh, Bluetooth 5.2 on ROG, Bluetooth 5.1 on the Red Magic. And you both have they both have NFC. They both have a fingerprint dis uh, sensor underneath the display. And another difference right here, where this one's actually a pretty noticeable-ish difference, we have a 6,000 mAh battery on the ROG phone with 65-watt fast charging, 10-watt reverse charging, and with the Red Magic, we have a 4,500 mAh battery and 120-watt fast charging, although I won't really mention that because that is China only. Uh, but if we go with international model, which is kind of sort of the equivalent of the ROG phone, you will get 66 watt fast charging. So in terms of battery size, the ROG phone wins. In terms of charging, the Red Magic wins, but not by a lot. And in terms of versatility of charging, the ROG phone takes the win. So overall, ROG phone slightly better in terms of overall battery and charging and all of that. For the color, you only have one color, which is matte white on the ROG phone versus two colors, Eclipse Black and Moon Silver on the Red Magic 6 Pro. So overall, the fact that the 
Red Magic 6 Pro was <clears throat> even close to a $1,000-plus $1, phone is pretty crazy in and itself. I mean, for the most part, the displays are almost the same. They're equal almost in quality. The performance is definitely the same because you are going to have the same triple uh, eight from snapdragon the flagship gpu you will get a little bit less ram but again there's more than 500 dollars in in difference for the price tag we're talking about the red magic 6 here pro this phone costs 500 to 600 dollars less than the rog phone 5 ultimate and yet they have similar screens they have similar uh, pretty much the same performance and they have similar cameras similar recording capabilities same stereo speakers although they will they will be slightly better on the rog phone because there is a specific like design that they did or something and again <sighs> there's really not that much maybe if you care about battery a lot then maybe the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate is going to be slightly better due to that 65-watt fast charging and a 6,000 power battery, which is absolutely massive. So also, if you want more versatility, you have reverse charging at 10 watts. So the only difference that I can say is noticeable <clears throat> would be the fact that you have a bigger battery, overall better battery on the ROG Phone 5 Ultimate. But that's really the only thing separating them. There's obviously a little bit of differences here and there. It just uh, it seems that the ROG Phone Five beats out the Red Magic in some categories by like a hair. So it's not even that. It's not even important to talk about it at that point because it's so minuscule that I think you're getting a better bargain of a phone with the Red Magic Six Pro than you are with even the base model of the ROG Phone Five which is the ROG Phone 5. That's literally, that's the base model. And even then, I think that you're getting a better value for money with the Red Magic 6 Pro. Even the Red Magic 6, we will do a comparison tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we'll do it tomorrow. So a lot of things going on. Very happy about this. And so, unfortunately, I'm going to have to cut this session short slightly. Maybe I'll try to stretch it out 10 minutes, 10 more minutes. All right, so this is the end of the second segment. Let's move on to the third and talk about the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. All right, finally, that guy went away. The gardener was kind of getting on my nerves for a second. Anyway, okay, he's back. Anyway, so the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra, this thing is an absolute monster of a phone. If there's any phone that lives up to their name, at least to the best of their ability, it's definitely the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. This thing... It, when it says Ultra, it means Ultra. Like Galaxy S21 Ultra, it does Ultra, you know, in a, quite a bit of ways. But not like this phone. This phone does Ultra in every way possible. Almost in every way possible. But anyway, this phone, one of the main things about it is its massive camera. So this is a Samsung GN2 sensor uh, from Samsung. And it makes its debut... So it's never been on a phone, the GN2 sensor, until we brought it to the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra. So this is its debut as the camera sensor. And so this is going to be very interesting to see. So this was released 
or announced uh i yeah yesterday and so it's going to be released sometime april 2nd this phone has some very nice things it has gorilla glass victus or seven which is the latest from gorilla glass on the front and you have a ceramic back glass on the back side you have an aluminum frame so very premium materials very ultra <laughs> we have an ip68 water and dust resistant up to 1.5 meters that is cool that is what we've normally seen that's what we've come to see and something that the rog phones and the red magic phones don't have either so just something to keep in mind i forgot to mention that you have an amoled display 6.1 inch 10-bit color display 120 hertz hdr 10 plus 900 nits of normal brightness and it, and on automatic it can hit the peak of 1700 nits which is the brightest on any phone so let's talk about what's going on here with the display we have an amoled display a pretty big one 6.81 inches it's a 10-bit display meaning it can display 10 or uh, 1 billion colors and it has 120 hertz refresh rate not the not the best in terms of refresh rates uh, that seems to be the kind of like the standard for pretty much all flagship phones but as we've seen with gaming phones they take it another step higher and offer 144 hertz 165 hertz so it's definitely getting very high we're getting very close to 200 hertz refresh rate where it's kind of making 120 hertz look kind of slow now at this point uh, we're getting very close to that so not good we just introduced 120 hertz like not even a year ago and here we are already bordering 200 hertz refresh rates if that's ever going to happen maybe it will i know technology technology has been evolving and i think they just might implement that but i think the gaming phones might have it first so a very beautiful display hdr 10 plus certification very solid very beautiful colors and you have 900 nits of peak brightness or of typical brightness and this is going to be more than enough and if you want to go outside you will not struggle at all to view this phone in plain sunlight because it has 1700 nits of peak brightness making it the brightest display on any smartphone that i'm aware of and i know a lot of smartphones it has a 91.4 screen to body ratio so a ton of screen definitely very high up there and if we look at the bezels on this phone they're almost non-existent i mean it's crazy you have a hole punch a curved display and there is practically no chin no forehead and since the sides are curved there's no side bezel so a lot of beautiful things to love about this display definitely one of the best now we have a resolution of 1440 by 3200 so definitely the highest resolution that you get with normal flagship phones if we're excluding sony because sony puts 4k panels on theirs this is like a 2k display so it's still pretty solid overall this one has a 515 ppi density some very solid crisp text and visuals and graphics is going to be excellent on this game or on this phone and you have dolby vision so further enhancing your beautiful experience as if it wasn't enough already this is running android 11 with miui 12.5 on top it has the snapdragon 888 with the adreno 660 so a lot this basically is going to end up being an absolute beast of a performer 
And considering that it has a base model of 256 of internal storage with 8 gigs of RAM, this thing is going to run like a gem. But if you want to upgrade to 256 with 12 gigs of RAM, that's going to be even slightly better. You can hold things a lot better in the RAM. And you can upgrade to half a terabyte with 12 gigs of RAM. There is no expandable memory, which is kind of unfortunate. And you have the latest UFS 3.1 storage. So very fast, very efficient storage. For the cameras, this is probably the main, uh, I guess, ultra thing about it. It's the, it's the most ultra thing about this phone. It really is. If you look at the back of the phone, one-fourth, nearly one-third of the phone is just the camera section, which is ridiculous. These camera bumps are getting way too large. So the sensor is a 50-megapixel primary sensor with dual-pixel autofocus and laser autofocus and optical image stabilization already staying you know very presenting itself very strong we have a 48 megapixel periscope telephoto lens and this has ois as well as five times optical zoom for those stable zooming in photos you have a 48 megapixel ultra wide and that's it you have three cameras but they for some reason take up so much of the back panel and you also have a 1.1 amoled selfie display so i'm pretty sure you're as confused as i was so since that camera bump or camera section on the back side takes up so much space they just they decided to just make it the whole like it's literally almost a third of the phone i, I kid you not and so there was a little bit of kind of, I guess you could say, space left over. And so they decided to put a little bit of a, uh, of a display there for a selfie camera. So if you want to shoot high quality resolution selfie camera photos, you can do that. Just uh, there's a certain camera setting where you can flip it over to the front or I mean to the back. And you can view the little viewfinder in that 1.1 inch display. And you can shoot with that 50 megapixel primary sensor for those high-res photos but if if you don't want to do that we have 10 we have a 20 megapixel primary uh selfie shooter and this is going to be in that hole punch for the primary sensors on the back side so those triple camera setups uh it can record 8k at 24 frames per second 4k at 30 and 60 1080p 30 and 60 and it has electronical image stabilization alongside it and HDR10 plus recording. So very solid recording. Definitely very, very nice. And for the selfie shooter, it can record 1080p, 30, and 60. And it has electronic image stabilization for video. They It does have stereo speakers. There, unfortunately, is no headphone jack. So that's the only thing that's really kind of sucks, sucks about it. Now, this is tuned by Har Harman Kardon. The speakers are, so it's going to be an excellent listening experience. As you all know, Harman Kardon, the very reputable sound company, does a lot of sound systems in cars. Not a lot, not all of them, but just some of them, because uh, obviously there's different sound systems like Bose and all of that. Y this one can support Wi-Fi 6E, which is the fastest Wi-Fi yet, and can support Bluetooth 5.2, the fastest Bluetooth yet, and the best Bluetooth. There is 
NFC and there is an infrared port like all Xiaomi phones coming in clutch there if you need it. You have an under display fingerprint sensor. It is optical, so you do have that. And you have a 5,000 milliamp hour battery, 67 watt fast charging, and you have a hundred you can get to 100% in just over half an hour. And you have fast wireless charging at 67 watts, which if I am not wrong, I am pretty sure I read an article saying that was the fastest wireless charging yet on any phone. Just for comparison, the Galaxy S21 Ultra charges wirelessly at 15 watts. 15! That's ridiculous. That's not even that fast. If we look at Apple, they also charge wirelessly at 15 watts. That is, that's so slow. And here we have Xiaomi, who's, by the way, cheaper, <laughs> or around the same price, actually. And, uh, let, me, let me call my words. Uh, it, it should be around the same price, maybe a little bit less than $1,000. If I remember correctly, the Xiaomi Mi 10 Ultra was around $800. So this one should be around $900, maybe a little bit less, or maybe $1,000. Uh, I don't know if it'll go over. But what I do know, this phone is pretty much around the same price bracket as the iPhone 12 Pro Max and the Galaxy S21 Ultra. And yet it beats it out, both phones, in almost every category. I said almost because not everything is going to be better. Like the cameras, the main sensor, it's slightly better on the Galaxy S21 Ultra. And also megapixel count isn't everything as the iPhone has proved to us that megapixel count isn't everything. But in terms of almost every other way, it seems to be better than better or as good as those two phones. Yet it costs a little bit cheaper. You get wire you get reverse wireless charging at 10 watts, which is faster than what the Galaxy does, faster than what Huawei does. They charge reverse wirelessly uh, at I think it was five watts. So five watts is very, very slow. That is iPhone 11, iPhone 10 speeds right there. You have that five watt brick, and that's literally your charging speed, five watts. It didn't. It took the Apple so long to implement fast charging. They put 18 watt fast charging on the Pro models in the 11 series last year, and then they put 20 in um, the 12 Pro series. Of course, you have to buy that separately. What did you expect? Anyway, so overall, this phone is a pretty solid phone. You have two colors, ceramic white and ceramic black. Either look great, but I'm not a big fan of the design of the camera, per se. But if it produces great results, what can I say? That's You can do whatever you want to do. <laughs> so this phone definitely takes Ultra in its name very seriously, and it does it. It, it definitely does not let down the name. Definitely. The pro, like if we look at the 12 Pro Max, that li that thing does not offer that much, and it's not worthy of the name Pro. Galaxy Ultra, uh, you're barely getting to that Ultra standard. I think there's really not too much Ultra about the Ultra phone. 
with the Huawei with the Huawei series of phones, they they actually do a, a a good amount, but I don't think it's worth of the pro. Again, there is no pro features per se. There are some pro, but I don't think it deserves the name pro. It's not enough. And then we have the OnePlus 9 series, the OnePlus 9 Pro. There's really not that much pro about it. Obviously, you do have the Hasselblad camera, but if we look back at last year with the OnePlus 8 Pro, there wasn't that much pro in it. So this one is one of the few phones that lives up to its name and really means business. Uh, so the Xiaomi Mi 11 Ultra is giving the Galaxy S21 Ultra and the 12 Pro Max a run for their money because this is definitely a very, very competitive phone. So we'll see once the U.S. pricing comes out. I'll be sure to share that. And yeah, so that was it for this one. Hope you guys enjoyed. Sorry if it was kind of long. Again, I told you there's a lot of things going on. There's so many phones released in this year, in this month alone. It is just ridiculous. I think there's at least 15 phones that were released, at least 10 that were released within this month. We got, I mean, there's so many phones. Uh, I'm not going to waste your time listing them off, but there's a lot of phones. So thank you guys for listening. I do appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for sticking around and I hope to see you guys in the next episode of All in Tech. Till then, peace.